It's the E in everything. We asked thousands of women one question. Then we listened to their answers and now we get to dig deeper, have the tough conversations and explore the answers to even bigger questions. How is it possible that you have a good life right now, yet still want more? What happens when you no longer fit into society's box? How would it feel to be free to live your life your way? These are the questions, and this podcast will explore the answers. I am Teresa. And I am Kelly. And we welcome you to Lifing Live. Let's talk. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to one more episode of Lifing Live. Where today we talk about the E in everything. What is the E in everything, Teresa? Well, the E is energy. E-N-E-R-G-Y, energy. And so we, in preparation for this podcast, looked it up and I want to share with you what we found. And that is that energy is part of the law of thermodynamics. Okay. Now that's kind of heavy, so let's just break it down and I'm going to read you a sentence straight out of the definition. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be transferred. So we move energy from one place to another place. And probably the best way to explain that is when you're focused on one thing, all of your energy is focused on that one thing. Then you stop doing that and you switch to another project or another detail that you have to pay attention to or another job that you have to do. And all you're doing is transferring energy from one place to the other. Does that make sense? Makes sense to me. Yeah. So... I spent 12 years in Catholic school and I was telling Kelly that in my memory, the way we were told or taught about God was that God could not be created, God could not be destroyed, that God was omnipotent. And as we were talking, getting ready, I started thinking like, so then that means that we could make a correlation between God and energy. Because if neither one can be created or destroyed, then it's one and the same. Mm. And when you think about uh, om- omnipotence is like the all-knowing, all-powerful that can create heaven and earth. And then I'm like, okay, so, so that this God as the energy that holds heaven and earth together, that keeps the stars in the sky and the moon and the earth reta- rotating around the sun and the moon, It's almost like, oh my gosh, I can connect the dots and see it on a bigger scale. Now, I know that's a little heavier uh, and a little deeper, uh, but that's what we're here to talk about. So, yeah, I just wanted to share that because the minute we started talking about energy and that whole idea, you know, it's also indivisible. And so God was indivisible. And I'm like, God is the energy source of all things. And so sometimes God, the word God gets interchanged between universe. Now we're interchanging it with energy. And so it's just like a mind opening conversation that we want to have with you today. Well, energy is in everything. Everything is created and made up of energy. A stone, a piece of plastic, under a microscope, there's energy. Energy is in everything. It blows my mind and I love this topic, Teresa. 
energy can be used to heal energy can be negative mind your energy when we talk about that kind of thing it brings me back to uh, what I do is some energy healing and when I say that what I do my practice I started off with Reiki and then I went into my own thing called quantum energy shift which is I call it more Christ conscious energy it's it's bigger than just the the bucket of Reiki so I get myself out of the way and I lay hands on people and in the chakras and I send my energy into those areas wherever they're feeling pain or whatever and I visualize healing and perfection what that means is your thoughts are energy first of all and that is actually proven scientifically so if our thoughts are energy they meet their destinations so if you're thinking about someone you love or sending love to someone or thinking about someone sometimes they call when you haven't talked to them in a mm -hmm. while in a healing aspect my focus is on let's say the heart and looking at it in perfection and my thoughts my energy is going in there and meeting its destination I love energy I love the this topic of energy it just blows my mind and you said it can't be created or destroyed and I was tripping on that because well what about the beginning when did it get created and then we can go through the rabbit hole of that yeah that's a that's a bigger subject that I think uh, neither one of us can really <laughs> dig totally down into uh, because there is a thought that energy creates itself so so let's think about that hmm. uh, if energy creates itself now you just used a great example you're thinking about somebody your energy is going towards that person in thought and then we get surprised when the phone rings and it's that person you say I was just thinking about you yes so how many times has that happened in your life or you'll run into them in the store and you're like I was just thinking about you well of course it's that transference it's that movement of of energy from one point to another and so when energy is created and energy creates itself the other example I would love to use is when you're in the flow like you got your mojo on you are energetically present you're excited all your feelings and emotions follow that energy and create more energy and then you get more excited and you get more done and you're the most productive you've ever been and that to me is energy creating itself because once you're excited about one thing and that excitement grows the energy behind that project also grows and then that's when things become timeless where you get so much done in a collapsed amount of time and it's really no surprise that it is determined by the energy we put towards a project hmm. or a thought or a feeling it's whatever energy we put behind anything is what creates the result that we want to get out of whatever we're focused on in that moment absolutely so we're talking about energy can expand let's say for good because we talk about if you have negative energy it's a retraction it gets smaller right which is a good thing so if you're having negative energy or putting out negative energy it's not as powerful as positive energy because you can feel that you can actually feel that like an accordion like it expands so we can grow our energy or mm -hmm. we can shrink it mm -hmm. and doesn't it feel good to be in creation to be in that positive energy versus the negative energy 
So, so we do this exercise, and I'm going to ask you to do it with us uh, as long as you have your two hands available. So what I'm going to ask you to do is to take your hands just a little bit apart, you know, like put your hands shoulder to shoulder, width apart. And then when I say go, don't do it yet. But when I say go, I'm going to ask you to smack your hands together and then rub them up and down, up and down, up and down as fast as you possibly can. So we're just going to do that. And as I start talking again, as you're doing this exercise, keep rubbing until you hear the next cue. Okay? Yes. So hands shoulder width apart. And now go ahead and clap and rub. Rub fast. Oof. Rub faster. You should start feeling some heat. Oh, yeah. Keep rubbing. Keep rubbing. Okay, now pull your hands just a little bit apart. Ooh. And you can feel a vibration running between your two palms. It feels like a, a tingling feeling. Okay, now very slowly continue to move your hands apart. Just a little bit at a time. And make sure that you can still feel the tingling. This is just energy. Now nobody can see it. Like if you look between your two hands, you can't see anything causing the tingling, but yet there's tingling. So continue to move your hands a little bit more. Move them apart a little bit more and then continue to move them apart until you cannot feel the tingling and then stop and hold your hands in that position. Now, some of us are going to have a smaller space between our two hands. Some of us are going to have our arms almost outreached and can still feel the tingling in our hands. So however far apart your hands are, what I want you to do is get a, get a gauge of what that distance is from one hand to the other. And then move your hands kind of like in a circle. Keep moving both hands to the left. And one hand should be like right in front of your chest. And the other one is going to be the distance out from your hand that's on your chest. That's your energy field as you just did this exercise. So if you've ever walked into a house and somebody knew your mood before you even opened the door, it is because your energy goes in front of you. That's your width. Now, if you take that same distance and you whirl it all the way around you, now move your outer hand, keep your left hand to your chest, move your outer hand around in a circle. That's the circular distance that your energy is putting out before you even open your mouth or before they even see your face. So when, when somebody reads you, as soon as you come into the house and say, oh no, you must've had a bad day. You haven't had a chance to say anything, but your energy has spoken that distance in front of you before you even walked into the room. And that's how people can read you, right? So we have a lot of people talking about, well, I can read energy. Well, sure you can, you know, because it's a definite thing, even though we can't see it, we could feel it in between the palms of our hand, but we couldn't see it. And so you wonder, well, like, how do other people see it? Guys, it's not a seeing with your eyes. It is the feeling. Energy conjures up the feelings. You can feel their energy before they walk into the room. So that's just a little exercise that if you ever doubt that energy exists or if you ever wonder how somebody knows you, you know, like if it's a partner and you say, yeah, well, they know me so well, they know my mood before I even walk in the door. Uh, they may not know it, but they can feel it. And the minute they feel it and they can sense what kind of day you've had from that energy, that's why they say, oh, you didn't have a good day, did you? Or 
oh, how was your day? Right. Or you walk in with a really good energy and you automatically uplift the energy in the household. If you walk into, into work with an up-leveled energy, then you raise the energy in the room. And it's the same. If you walk in with negative energy, you're affecting other people. So your energy is a very powerful thing that, that you can control. You can decide if it's positive energy or negative energy. Absolutely. And fun little scientific fact, which I love when science backs up this, is 7% of communication is verbal. Only 7%. Think about the 93%. It's facial expressions. It's all This is all energy under mm -hmm. the energy bucket. You, the way you hold your body, mm -hmm. all our other senses besides audio mm -hmm. know what's going on before you have to say even one word. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your words are, love are minimal. So make sure that your actions, your exterior and your energy, it, which, and your energy on the interior matches the, the uh, hand gestures or the body language or the tonality because it's not just the words that people say. And that's why a lot of times somebody will say one thing and, and another person reads it totally differently mm -hmm. because it's not a match, right? Your words are saying one thing, but your body language or your energy is showing something totally different. Right. And they're like, well, no, tell me what you really feel. You know, like a lot of times I'll say, so I'm, I'm hungry for a tie-in. And sometimes people will just get this look on their face or, or I'll get this energy shift and it's like, okay, well, we're not doing a tie-in. And then I'll get this, <laughs> then I'll get this statement. Well, it's not that I don't want to tie in. And I'm like, oh no, you don't have to say anything. I already know that that's not what you really want to do because I sense that that's not really what you want to do. And it's not like a sixth sense. It's just being tuned in to what you're feeling, hearing, seeing, sensing. That's where the energy gets you in that feeling and sensing. That's so the two ends at the start of what I'm perceiving and what I'm sensing is really what I already know the other person does or does not want to do, right? So what does all this do for our concept of life and death? I mean, if it can't be created or destroyed, our energy, we are all energy. Our physical bodies are energy and quantum physics have, have proven that, that your spirit is energy. So if people really believe this, I mean, regardless of what religion, that you cannot be destroyed, you, your essence, won't be destroyed. Isn't that comforting? Mm-hmm. Well, it depends on how people look at it, right? I mean, this is a very controversial subject that you just started. The energetic essence of who I am, which is my soul and my spirit, never dies. So then it's a question of like, well, where does it go? And, and we're not going to go there today in this podcast. It's just understanding that your essence continues. Your essence lives on beyond your physical body. And your physical body really is driven by that, that energetic essence, that soul, that spirit, that connection to the omnipotent, that connection to the, the same energy that created heaven and earth, the source. It never separates itself because if... The energy from that creative source is what gives us life. Then we only go back home. Mm. And I think that's a way for people to understand, you know, when we say we're going to go back home or I want to go home and people are, are getting ready to pass. That's what they say. I'm just ready to go home. Then we go mm. back to that source energy. Very big subject. I mean, like 
huge. We could talk for hours on this subject. It's everything, Teresa. Yeah, and there are a lot of opinions and there are a lot of viewpoints. And we, we're just sharing with you our viewpoint in these raw conversations that we choose to have. But at the same time, we've done the research. We understand Maybe I don't totally understand the theory of thermodynamics, but I do understand the theory of energy. And so we've actually decided there's a way to bring it home, right? Because we can talk about theory, we can talk about the esoteric, we can talk about science, we can talk about religion, and all marry it to this one thing called energy, which is in everything. But to actually use it to your benefit, like can you control that energy? Absolutely, because you can control your mood. You can control whether you're putting out that positive energy or negative You make energy. a choice, correct? You make a choice. You change your thinking. You mm. shift your thoughts. You shift how you feel, right? We like to take it one step further and say you have the opportunity to manage your team. And T-E-E-M is what we talk about. And it's time, energy, effort, and money. So you can change your energy around money. That's one aspect. But time is made up of energy. Right? It, otherwise, t- time, as we've said before, they're just hands on a clock. But what constitutes time is what you're doing in those moments of time. And that's the energy that you put forth. And so our goal is to help you understand that when you put energy out, use that energy as best that you possibly can. And then energy is fueled by the effort. So you know when you're doing something, how much effort you have behind it. If you really want to do it, your effort is high, your energy is high. If you don't want to do it, your effort is low and it pulls your energy down. And so we want you to manage your time more in in the thought process of what energy am I bringing in this moment in time and what effort am I putting behind it? And if we could have efficient and effective use of energy and effort, then we become very productive and if our energy is high we're usually happy doing it and if we're happy doing it we get better results it's such a big subject we could literally do five podcasts on it I mean or more I believe when our physical bodies pass away we have nothing encumbering us without our physical bodies we all have our energy right doesn't that make us all one we are intrinsically connected to every other being, we're talking animals, people, plants. There's also the thought that even though we're in these bodies, we cannot be contained, really. Our energy cannot be contained. Yes. I'm thinking of we as our soul's essence essence of energy. One of my things is oneness, the oneness of everything. And, And that breeds compassion, humility, love, forgiveness. It's such a big thing to remember that we are literally just energy. That's all we are. And when you feel that positive energy, it's this unstoppable force. And it's literally the E in everything. When we talk about being connected and oneness, and I struggled with this for years. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't grab it. I couldn't get my head around this idea that we're all one. I couldn't translate it. It was a struggle for me for the longest time. And then I took it out of the explanations that we typically get. And I I do air quotes around the explanations. And I brought it home and I thought, okay, let me talk about this in a different way. 
How many of you are affected by the full moon? Now, you may not know it, but when it's all said and done, you look back and you say, man, it was that full moon or it was that solar eclipse or that lunar eclipse. Let me me make it even easier. I love sunshine. That's why I moved from the East Coast to Arizona. I love blue sky and sunshine, and I never get too much of it. Does my energy change when it's a cloudy, rainy day? Maybe not day one. But the accumulation of the drab and the dreary starts wearing on me and my energy starts depleting a little bit. And I have to work with myself to not let the weather or the lack of sunshine affect me. I remember when I first moved to Atlanta, Georgia, the first seven months, it rained every day. I was going crazy. I wanted to get back to Arizona so fast. It wasn't even funny. Now, you sit and you say, well, Teresa, I mean, come on, just change your attitude about it. And I I can do that. But there are some people who can't. There is a disease where people are definitely affected by the light energy or the Mm -hmm. sunshine energy or the cloudy day. So when you think that we're all one or all connected, all you have to do is look around you and see, well, what does affect you? The negative energy of the person walking in the room affects you Mm -hmm. immediately. The positive energy of somebody walking in a room affects you immediately. And that is what helped me to start grasping this idea that we're all one. But I couldn't grasp it in just the theory or, as as I say all the time, the esoteric message. I had to really bring it home to real life and what does that mean. And then then I could understand it better. And... Man, I could be in a restaurant sometimes and feel the energy of the restaurant, mm-hmm. you know. And so sure. that means that everybody in that restaurant is feeling the same thing. And that's our connection. It's just all connected. It's yeah. just all, yeah. there's not where one thing doesn't stop the other thing. But, you know, there, it's just this circle, mm-hmm. this cycle mm-hmm. of beautiful, never-ending energy. And now you all get to practice the art of understanding energy just by paying attention to how you feel when you're in certain situations, how you feel when you're around certain people, how you feel when somebody says something, uses a word, whatever. Just start noticing and recognize that whatever you're feeling and sensing, you're just picking up on the energy around whatever's happening in that moment. And that's when you'll start really elevating your attention to this thing called energy. Mm-hmm. Then you get to pay attention to your energy and how you use it. And are you using it effectively and efficiently? You know, are you working at the highest energy level that you possibly can? Just start paying attention to yourself and you're going to start seeing evidence. No matter what Kelly and I are saying right now on the podcast, you can't deny what you're feeling and what you're sensing and what you're made of. Yeah. So so go play with that, practice, have fun. And then come on back for our next session of our podcast where we're going to talk about how energy and change could be related. We'll catch you on the next go round of Lifing Alive.